Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players, searching for clubs, find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, Mehmet Chikgalata 0, Zaza 1, Westbourne United 1, The Wrongans 3, Park Rolls 1, Gal All Stars 0. And in my game of the week, Highgate Albion 1, AFC Oakwood 3. I did go for a 2 1 win for Highgate Albion, um, even though, according to my good mate Adam, the Highgate manager, I'm uh, the chief Highgate hater, but um, he did say they had a few players out. A uh, very good result for Oakwood here, either way. Um, after their opening day defeat, they bounced back with two very good results. Last week against the Wrongans, who have been their bogey team, and this week against a very good Highgate Albion team. So moving on into the championship now. London Wednesday 4, Panda nil. RT United 2, Horizon 2, Olympia 2, AFTV 4, and in my game of the week, Northwest Wanderers 7, Panathinaikos 0. I did actually go for a 2 all draw. These two teams had started off the season very well, both were undefeated, but Northwest Wanderers must have had a very good day, and it was a bad day at the office for Panathinaikos as they fall to a heavy defeat. Into Division 1, Torriano nil, Gosport nil, AC Finchley nil, Comi Kabir 6, North London Athletic 4, Peckinsport 3, and in my game of the week, Enfield United 3, Mill Hill Club the Football 4, 3 in a row, wrong for me, as I predicted a 3-1 win for Enfield United, Mill Hill Club the Football tearing up turf in Division 1, newly promoted, and that's Three straight wins for them over a decent Enfield United team. A very hard team to beat on that 4G pitch, but a very good result again for Millwall Club to football. Into Division 2, Anatolians nil, Trent Park 1, Clerkenwell 2, Sopranos 9, Continental 6, AFC Edmonton nil, Grange Park 3, Northumberland Park Rangers 2. And in my game of the week, Powerhouse 2, AFC Oakwood Reserves 3. AFC Oakwood Reserves continuing their fine form. I did have them down for a 3-1 win. Um, so another very good result for them there. Into Division 3, Locomotive Thunder 2, Cricklewood 1. North London Colts 1, Highgate Albion Thirds 2. Brotherhood Cosy 1, Whetstone FC 2. And in my game of the week, Ammonia Youth 3, South Tottenham United 4, 7 goal thriller there, I actually had a 2-1 win for Ammonia Youth, both teams coming off good results the week before, South Tottenham United continue their momentum into Division 4 now, AFC Muswell Hill 6, Arnest Rangers 1, Camden FC 1, Highgate Albion 2, London Orient 1, Barnet South and Neil, and Underdog 6, Torfic 2, into Division 5, a 10-goal thriller between New Barnet and Enfield Albion ended 5-all. North London Panthers 2, Northwest Wolves 7, Roven Reporters 5, Edmonton Rovers 2. And in my game of the week, Pony Hatch Athletic 1, North Athletico 4. I actually drank too much of the Kool-Aid here and thought that Coney Hatch Athletic would continue their form after putting 8 goals past their opponents in the last fixture uh, they fall to a defeat here I went for a 2-1 win North Athletico though picking up the three points and into Division 6 Camden Town Athletic 2 Athletico Grammar 2 EFNS nil, Interman Razor 24-11 AFC Oakwood 3rd 2 Radlett Town nil, AFC Rosa 6 Beryllic Spawn nil. And Pantera 11, Mill Club the Football Seconds nil into the London Sunday Trophy, Brook Athletic 15, 
Kadaris Town 1 is not the kind of game show you want to be. 15 to 1 for Kadaris Town. Um, really surprised. I know Brook Athletic are a very, very, very good side, but so are Kadaris Town. We've played them numerous times over the years. Um, they must have had player availability issues because that's a very, very strange scoreline, even for a team as good as Brook Athletic. Um, Highgate Albion Reserves 3, AFC Rose 1, another defeat for us, the, the performance was there this week, um, they took a 2-0 lead, um, even though we were very much in the game, we did pull one back, but a late free kick um, dented our hopes, and uh, we bowed out in the first round, and NWL Azuri won Fireside 3, into the London Sunday Junior Cup, LBS Lions 2, Nissi 0, Maida Via 3, London Town Football Club 1, NLR 1, West London Athletic 2. Into the fixtures now. We don't actually have any Premier Division fixtures because all the teams are actually in London Cup action. So we're going to start off in the Championship. Panda take on Northwest Wanderers, AFTV take on RT United, Gower Hornsey take on London Wednesday, and Horizon take on Highgate Albion Reserves. Into Division 1, AC Finchley take on Enfield United, Kadaris Town take on AFC Rose, Millwall Club the Football take on Torriano, Gospel Oak take on Peckinspore. And in my game of the week, two teams playing some very good ball at the moment. Komi Kebir take on North London Athletic. That pitch at Southgate School as well. 3G Astro, horrid, horrid on your joints. I felt it the week ago. I think Komi Kebir will win this game. They've been in good form. They put six past us. They put six past Finchley this week as well. They've been in good form. They keep the ball well. They move the ball fast as well. I think they're going to win this game. I've got a 4-2 win here for Komi Kabir. Into Division 2. Trent Park take on Clerkenwell. It's AFC Edmonton taking on Grange Park. Oakwood Reserves take on Anatolians. Northumberland Park Rangers take on Continental. And in my game of the week, two teams with contrasting results this week. Sopranos putting 9 in in their game. Powerhouse fall into the league leaders, Oakwood. Um, I think Powerhouse will put up a fight here, but I think Sopranos will come away with a 3-1 win. Into Division 3, Highgate Albion 3rd take on Locomotive Thunder. Shentry Athletic take on Brotherhood Cozzy. Whetstone FC take on Ammonia Youth. Cricklewood face Fireside. And South Tottenham United take on North London Colts. Division 4, Barnet Salsa face AFC Muswell Hill. London Orient take on Arnest Rangers. Maida Villa take on Camden FC. And in my game of the week, two teams in good form at the moment. Highgate Albion Fools taking on underdogs. Um, I think Highgate Albion Fools though will have too much for the underdogs. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win for Highgate Albion Fools there. And in Division 6, EFNS take on Camden Town Athletic. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup first round. Radlett Town take on NLR. AFC Rosa take on New Barnet. Armenian Youth Association take on Berylic Spore. Atletico Grammar take on Enfield Albion. Interman Razor 24 take on AFC Oakwood Thirds. North Atletico take on Edmonton Rovers. Pantera take on Maida Villa. Torfic take on Roman Reporters. North London Panthers face Nissi. And North West Wolves take on Mill Hill Club, the football seconds. And in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, we have to get the um, things up. Um, here we go. Badu FC take on Highgate Albion first. FC Baller take on the Wrongans. Flyhouse Athletic take on Gal Rule Stars. Hacks United take on Panathinaikos. Hendon United take on the Bandits. Highgate and Muswell Hill take on Olympia. Park Crawls face United Deanne. The Wall take on Heavy Hitters. 
Westbourne United take on Zaza in the All Barnet League affair. Memetic Galata take on Hackney Borough FC. And in my game of the week, I think for sure the best um, tie in this London Sunday Challenge Cup first round. It's Hatch Lane, current champions of the London Sunday Challenge Cup, taking on the Barnet League champions, AFC Oakwood. I do think Hatch Lane will just about have too much for Oakwood. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win for Hatch Lane. Join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to this Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League roundup as we look at the opening fixture action from a rather curtailed uh, first month of the season in September. We of course start in the senior division and it's a very familiar top of the table with Hatch Lane, last year's champions of course in the senior division, leading the way after their two games. Two successes so far sees them on to six points uh, alongside three other clubs in fact. Flyhouse Athletic being one of those, uh, one of the, the Hatch Lane opponents in the cup final last season. They've made a winning start to their, their uh, promotion, the following promotion to this division. Two wins from two sees them also on six points. Bay T squad, the national champions, of course, sit in third place. They've made a good start with two wins from two, um, as they also accrue six points. As have another of the new new sides uh, picked up this year into the competition, Manford Way. Two successes and one defeat from their opening three games sees them also on to six points in the league. Another new side in the competition comprised the top half, with London All-Stars making the move from the inner uh, London Sunday Football League this year. A 7-1 success coupled with a cup win on Sunday means they've made a good start to life in the Crimpfin League also. Eastway Athletic uh, have played 1-1-1, one one, one, coming from behind in that game, in fact, to pick up their first three points of the season. They sit in the top half. In the bottom half of the table, we start with Secret, who have one win and one defeat so far from their first two games played, giving them a three-point haul. And the five sides who are so far without a point, El Valiente, Brook Athletic, promoted of course, but just the one game played in the division. United Dian, with no points from their opening two fixtures. Another new side, Fly, who have not also not picked up a point yet from their opening games. And FC Baller, a disappointing start for the side who finished in the top three last year. We move on now into Division 1, another big division. And the early leaders in this one are Gantz Hill, returning to the league this season. They've made it two wins from two and looking like an exceptional season ahead for the, the side based in East Ham there. And just behind them, a side who were always one of the bookies' favourites to be competitive at this level, Faden Green, last year's County Cup finalist, and of course, double winners in the league and in the League Cup also. Two wins from two for the Loughton based side there, sees them also on to six points. Just behind them, and one of the other sides unbeaten in the division, are Critics, with a win and a draw from their opening two fixtures, having had an excellent pre season campaign and a side who many are fancying to be there or thereabouts. Total Football have made uh, an indifferent start, but I think they'll be fairly pleased following their promotion to this level. One win, one draw, one defeat from opening three games gives them a four-point haul and sitting in fourth. Roos made a great start to their first league game, just the one game played so far, but that was a 6-1 success. Um, and they sit on three points comfortably in the middle of the table. Alongside Barking Riverside, uh, one win and a defeat so far from their opening two games gives them a three-point haul. An identical record virtually to FC Galaxy, also with a win and a defeat from their first two. As have Oceana, with a win and a defeat from their first two, giving them three points. And the same could be said for Fife, who sit ninth in the table, with a win from their first two games, giving them three points. There are four teams so far without a point in the league. Royal Lions A, promoted to the division, are the first of those sitting in 10th place. Benchviews, a new recruit to the league this year, also with no points but only one game played. Relegated Repton Park, coming down from the senior, haven't had a great start in the league. They also uh, have no points from their opening two games played. And St Augustine's also promoted into the division, are another side without a point so far but just the one game played to date. Into Division 2, and in this division, Barking and Dagenham Wanderers have made a good start to the league uh, so far. Three wins from three in their opening um, little little run of games there. 
Nine points for them on the board. Also scoring goals too, which is also always a bonus. The team sitting in second place are Cloud9, who were on Cloud9 after their first couple of games. Did suffer defeat in one of the three though, however, but six points from their opening three, I think they'll be fairly pleased with that return. As will Abridge Village, who have two wins from two after a difficult start to the campaign, um, not knowing quite the direction they were going in, but six points from their opening two games, that will give them a lot of hope for the season ahead. One of the new clubs in the league are Newbury Forest, and they've accrued six points from their first two games, uh, winning both of them fairly comfortably to ensure that they sit in fourth place and also unbeaten. And the other unbeaten side in the division is AC Milano, sitting fifth in the table with four points from their first two games, a win and a draw amongst that, and a giant killing, knocking out senior division side El Valiente from the Corinthian Cup on, on Sunday. In sixth place, one of the sides promoted through the summer, Hyam Hill, a victory and a defeat from their first two games played, uh, gives them a three-point haul. East London Harriers, one of the sides from Division 2 last year, have picked up a point from their opening two games to see them sitting in seventh. And four sides below them sit without a point so far. Leytonstone Athletic, Debden Sports Reserves, both promoted there from Division 3 last year. Barkin, who also don't have a point, and Inside Success, a difficult start for them also with no points to their name. Into Division 3, and well, this is about as tight as it gets. Three teams at the top, all with a virtually identical record. Two wins from two. The first of those being Colbert Royals Vets, Joe Cole's team, of course. A great start to the season following their double promotion from Division 5 last year. And of course, the Endeavour Cup champions. Six points from their first two games. They'll be pleased with their efforts. As will Sing Sabah Barkin, another side who were double winners last year in Division 4, winning the league and the cup. Well, they've won both games without conceding a goal so far. And United Amateurs are the other side to make up that, that, that little group. Promoted from Division 4 as the runners-up last year. Two wins from two. Sees them on to six points so far. Two teams sit on four points right in the middle of the table with ultimate vision there with with four with a win and a draw, seeing them unbeaten so far. As are Alpha, who are sitting in fifth place, just on the cusp there of the top half with four points. Just below them, Corona Redbridge, also unbeaten, just the one game played with a draw from that game, seeing them pick up a point. FC Mexico B picked up their first point at the weekend, in fact, moving them away from the bottom for one point them from three games. And three teams sit just below without a point so far. Those being Valence United, uh, of course the league um, league winners last year from Division 5. Uh, Ainsley, who were promoted from Division 4 last year. And uh, Division 3, one of, one, of, one of the sides from Division 3 last year, Upshire Forest, also without a point so far. Into Division 4 now. And there are two teams who are battling it away at the top with nine points from their opening three games. Belfry Reserves are the first of those with three wins from three as they've made a good start following their promotion from Division 5 over the summer. And the same can be said for Romford Athletic Dons who were cup finalists last year, of course, in the Division 4 Cup. Well, they've made a good start with three wins from three. 15 goals uh, in those games too. A good start, I'm sure they'll agree. Uh, in... The other team who are with a perfect record in this division are Warren Senior, another new team to the league this season. Well, they've made a good start with six points from their opening two games, and I think they'll be looking ahead, hopefully, for to a positive season. City Sight are another side who are new to the competition. They actually just picked up their first defeat of the season at the weekend. Before that, they were two from two. Now they are two from three, uh, with six points, seeing them sit in fourth place. United Borough are in fifth place with two draws from their opening two games, seeing them sit in the mid, right in the middle of the table with two, just those two points. The same number of points as Horse and Wells, who from their first three games have drawn two and lost one as they sit uh, there with two points. Byron Red Star, of course, promoted up from Division 5 and were last year's cup winners in that division. They've made a reasonable start to life in Division 4. A point from their opening two games sees them sit with, with that that one point in seventh. And joining them just below in eighth place are Ace Athletics, who survived relegation last year. They picked up a point from their opening three games uh, with that, that point seeing them in eighth. Four sides below that without a point so far are Eastern Avenue in ninth. Prospect Protégé, another new side to the league in tenth. 
Bryman's Park sit in 11th, having made a difficult start to the campaign. And Chingford Athletic sit in 12th. We now move on into Division 5. And it's another side who had great success last year, continuing the way uh, as, they, as they intend to do so. And it's Mansfield Rangers, the side who will follow on from winning the league and the cup uh, last year. They sit in uh, top spot with three wins from three, giving them nine points from their opening three games. I'm sure they'll be very pleased with that. And Colbert Royals Reserves. There's a good start for, for the Colbert Club in general um, so far. The reserves, of course, were, were runners-up to Mansfield last year, and they've made a great start with six points from their opening two games played. Two solid successes there. Two other teams also on six points. Great start for Royal Lions B after a difficult season last year, actually. But they've made it two wins from two in their uh, opening uh, couple of games. And Ultimate Vision Reserves, another side who were at the wrong end of this division last year. They've turned things around early doors. Two victories and a defeat, seeing them on to six points. Three teams sit right in the middle of the table with a win apiece. And that starts with Titans United who returned to the league this year and have secured a victory and a defeat from their opening two. Mayfield Kings picked up their first win of the season on Sunday as they beat uh, Manford Way Reserves uh, in, in, their f uh, in their first win of the season to put their opening three points on the board. And Dagenham Rangers have had a reasonable start to the year also. A victory from their um, three games sees them also on to three points. Rising United and Wimble Warriors yet to pick yet to re, uh, start their league games. Manford Way Reserves have just played the one game with that narrow defeat to, to Mayfield at the weekend just gone. Lonsdale sit below them with no points from their opening two. And uh, Debden Sports A are the other side here with no points from their opening three. We move on into Division 6 now. And at the top of Division 6, it's Valence United Reserves. A side who had a reasonable start to their first season, actually, last year in adult football. Well, they've turned that into uh, three opening successes so far this year. Three wins from three. 13 goals scored also. Nine points on the board and an early early lead for the Dagenham-based side. Epping Forest Falcons sit in second. And what a good start they've had. A side who have not tasted a great deal of success over the past few years. Well, they've made it two from two in the league. And, in fact, one in their Trophyland Cup tie as well. So three wins from three overall. They sit in second. And the same could be said for Young Royals, who were relegated, of course, from Division 5 to this division over the summer, but have made an excellent start in the league. Two wins from two. They're also on six points. Also on six points are one of the other sides who are new to the competition this year, with Zone 4 Athletic coming across from the Brentwood Sunday League. And two wins from there, opening three games, sees them sit in the top four. Just below them are Epping Royals, another young side in this competition. Three points from their opening two games, a win and a defeat so far. They're comfortably sitting in fifth. As, and Ridgeway Rovers share a three-point total, but that's from three games with a victory and two defeats from their opening three games of the year. As have Havering Palace, who have also picked up one success in the league to go with two defeats also with three points. The same for London Legacy with two games played, a victory and a defeat for the Newbury Park based side as they also sit on three points. Four teams in this division without a point so far in the league, those being Royal Lions C, uh, Warren United, Ping City Phoenixes and Harlow MVF. And that brings to an end our opening roundup of the Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League for the month of September. Of course, it was a difficult month with football stopped uh, in the second week of the month um, to honour Her Majesty, of course. Um, but football very much now back in full flow and we look forward to bringing you more coverage of our league as the season goes on. Goodbye for now. The London Challenge Cup, 2nd of October. So... We have four teams from the Hackney and Leighton Premier Division that have entered it this season. So, first up, Badu got the home draw versus Highgate Albion's first. London All-Stars got the home versus Hackney and Leighton team City East. You have Baytees who got the home draw that will face our 
Premier Division champions last season, Middlesbrough supporters Surf. Then you have Mehmetek versus Hackney Borough. All very exciting games. Very hard fixtures for all teams involved. But once again, good luck to all the Hackney and Leighton teams. Game on. Let's go. Next up, we have Division 1. So, first fixture was Azteca versus Stratford Juniors. Azteca coming up from Division 2 last season. Haven't had a great start to the season, but they sure come out victorious this week with a 12-2 win over Stratford Juniors. You have new team Hoquenyi versus Mateo. Mateo started out strong beginning of the season. Two wins. Unfortunately, Hoquenyi come out victorious with a 5-1 win. We have Lucia All-Stars versus North East Lions. That ended a 2-all draw. Let's use victorious at a return fixture. Last up for Division 1 league fixtures was Stoke Newton versus Hackney Spartans. The result, 2-0 to Hackney Spartans. Hello everyone, April here from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. Another huge rundown, a lot of results to get through from last week. So I'll try and be as quick as I can, not to keep you lot listening too long. So first off, Premier Division. First up, we have Crondall versus Badu. That was going to be an interesting game and it did not disappoint. 3-2 to Badu. Next up, we have the two newly promoted from Division 1 last season, Dognake runners-up, City East champions of Division 1. Surprising result with a nil-nil draw. No goals for either team in that one. Next up, we have one of the most anticipated fixtures, which was FC Neva versus Hackney Borough. The last time these two teams faced off was in the cup final where Hackney Borough were victorious. So this was an interesting game to say the least. Hackney Borough were the winners of that fixture with a 2-1 win. Last fixture, league fixture for Premier Division was Middlesbrough supporters versus new team Kingfisher. Middlesbrough were champions of the Premier Division last season and again victorious with a 4-2 win over Kingfisher. Now all the results for the league fixtures are out of the way. Lastly, we have our County Cup results. Firstly, we had our Premier Division Mandizi club face FC Leytonstone. Unfortunately, Mandizi are out with Leytonstone winning 4-1. Next up, we had a Hattie and Leighton tie draw with Bandry Navarino. Bandry were victorious, winning 1-0, which means, unfortunately, Navarino are out. Next up, we have Keys Athletic versus Benchfuse, which ended 2-all at full time. But, unfortunately, Benchfuse was victorious on penalties, which means Keys Athletic are now at the cup. Another disappointment for the Hatley and Leighton Sunday League with Sunday FC losing 5-0 to Interlucia. Next up, we see Jeff's Chippy, who faced Hatley and Leighton team Docklands. Docklands were victorious with a 3-1 win, so they will move on to the second round. LTFC faced a Lever 11. Again, Hatley and Leighton were victorious with a Lever 11, securing a 7-1 victory. Well done, a Lever 11. We have Heaven who faced Wenlock and Wenlock victorious, beating Heaven 3-1. So Wenlock proceed to the second round. Community Road sadly out of the cup as they lost 1-0 to AFC Shooters. Also London Jags just missed out on proceeding to the second round as they lost 4-3 to Sherfield Town. Lastly... Controversial one to say the least. Unfortunately, 
a couple of officials didn't turn up for their county cup games. Luckily, we had a referee spare that could cover one of the games, but one of them, Fish Island versus Hackney Wednesday, couldn't be covered. So that was an away walkover, as Hackney Wednesday have already been drawn in round two. Division three now. First up, we have Bo Badgers who faced FC Carpety. FC Carpety come out with the win, 3-2. Next up, we have FC Woodgreen who faced Delta Athletic. Delta Athletic, massive result for them this week with a 5-1 win. Lastly, a great result for Wojak Sunday against Millfields with a massive 6-1 win. Next up in the results is Division 2. First up, we have Boca Albion versus AFC Selwyn. Nil-nil draw. No goals for either team. Next up, we have Clapton Community FC versus Stoke Newton Youth. Clapton victorious with a massive 7-1 victory. H&L All-Stars face Gladstone Wanderers. H&L, 2-0. Next up, we have Limited Pros who faced Atletico DFZ. Tight result, but Limited Pros come out victorious with a 4-3 victory. Lastly, for Division 2, we have the Gun FC who faced Caledonian Park. The Gun victorious with a 3-0 win. Next week's fixtures, as they stand, I know other leagues and clubs are well aware that especially next Sunday being the first week of the Challenge Cup, the Challenge Cup always have three officials for their first rounds, so sadly leagues struggle to find referees to fill the games. So hopefully we don't have to postpone many games from this week. Hopefully they can all go ahead. But these are the fixtures currently as they stand. Needless to say, I'll feedback next week and let you guys know which games were postponed. But first up, there will be two league games for the Premier Division as the majority of the team will obviously be competing in the Challenge Cup. So we have FC Moldova. They will face Kingfisher. Both new teams to the Prem division this season and to the Hackney and Leighton League. So it'll be interesting to see who comes out victorious on that fixture. Then you have Mandizi FC who will face FC Neva. Division 1 sees CSM London who had a week off last week with no football and they will face Navarino FC. Next up is Hackney Spartans versus Hoquenyi. Next up, Mateo versus Stoke Newington. Then we have North East Lions versus Boundary Estate. Then lastly, in Division 1, we have Stratford Juniors versus Lucia All-Stars. Division 2 next, so we have AFC Selwyn, who will face Clapton Community FC. Atletico DFZ versus H&L All-Stars. Caledonian Park versus Limited Pros. Gladstone Wanderers versus The Gun. Stoke Newton Youth versus Boca Albion. And lastly, we have Sunday FC who will face Keys Athletic. In Division 3, we have Docklands FC. They will face Bow Badgers. We have Lever 11 who will face Wojak Sunday. We have FC Carpety, who will face FC Wood Green. Millfield, who will face new club, Victoria Park, who have just joined the league and gone in at Division 3. So this will be their first game of the season. So let's see how they do against Millfields. And lastly, we have the Wenlock versus Fish Island. And lastly, Division 4 for our league fixtures. We'll see Bebo Badgers face London Jaguars. Community Road will face Lymore Gardens. FC Mundial will face Gorillas. Football Club 22 will face Maynell. 
the gun reserves will face South London Sharks. And that's it for the league fixtures for next week. As I said, if there's any postponements, I'll feed that back on next week's episode. Our last division for our league fixtures is Division 4. First up, we have Gorillas who faced Bebo Badgers. Bebo Badgers ended up with the win 4-3. Lymore Gardens faced off against East London. Lymore Gardens were victorious with a 5-3 win. Maynell faced FC Mundial. Mundial come out with a win 5-1. That's a good result for FC Mundial. Last up in Division 4, see South London Sharks face Football Club 22. Football Club 22 come out with a win. The result was 3-1. Hello, this is this week's section of the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League. Um... Yeah, uh, very full fixture this week just gone. Some big, big results and very good games. And next week coming again, we've got a, a very full uh, fixture list. Uh, weather depending, we've had a, I think we've drew some quite big rain down here, but yeah, should be fine. Okay, right. So in the Prem, uh, there was uh, four games in the Prem uh, week just gone. Uh, starting with Hilltop. Hilltop nil, Bournemouth Rover 6. Big result away from home from the... From, uh, for Bournemouth on the back of a defeat so that was a good result for them uh, Scoobridge 5 Phoenix 3 uh, high scoring game um, uh, yeah good win for Scoobridge um, and uh, there's Stratford Arms 4 player packs 2 uh, good result there for the two teams that come up last last season uh, Stratford Arms now top of the league well re remain top of the league should I say with three wins out of three so yeah great start from them and the other game Paxton Rovers versus Plough and Harrow abandoned unfortunately so and it was 4-4 at half time I don't know what happened there but would have been great to see how that game uh, panned out but yeah unfortunately uh, abandoned so that one needs to be replayed um, alright on to Division 1 uh Big game, big game to start off with Forever Young People versus the Ball. I tipped the Ball to win the league um, and they won 2-1. Um, apparently it was a great game down there and the Ball get their first win in the season. So well done to the boys there. Um, Mermaid, nil. Brookman's Park, three. Brookman's Park, another team I tipped to do well. They've started the season. They've started the season strongly. Um, uh, one and Guarded United, four. Saints FC, two. Um, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers, who are my dark horses, three. Little Heath, one. Um, yep, so on to Division 2. We've got um, XL, four. Harbton Colts, Old Boys, Reserves, two. Um, Garden City, FC, four. Uh, Hatfield Seniors, two. Six Bells, Reserves, nil. Pinewood, two. Pinewood started the season on fire. I think it's three out of three for them. Uh, Welling Warriors, four. Wheathampstead, 89, one. On to Division 3. And it's proven to be a very, very close division. Uh, last week, I, I mentioned that there was uh, three games that was all 2-1. It might be the week before, but uh, yeah. But basically, it sort of stayed to that trend, apart from one result. But all the games are only winning by one team, uh, by one goal either way. So it's, it looks like it's going to be a very close division. We've got um, Auburn Dynamo 1, Hearts Vets 2, um, Phoenix Reserves 3, St George's 4, TNF 1, Bournemouth Social 0, and the other is the only result that sort of bucked the trend. Uh, the wrestlers nil, uh, Stratford Arms reserves three. Um, okay, into Division Four, we've got Cub FC four, Hatfield Seniors reserves four, uh, Haddam Rovers three, Monday Night Football Club nil, Momo reserves three, Auburn Dynamo reserves one, um, Royston Rangers two, Brookmans Park reserves four. Um, and a great game to finish it off. The Wrestlers Reserves 5, uh, Welling Rangers 6. Great game there. In Division 5, uh, it was Rosen Crown Mosquito 6, Royston Rangers 0, St Albans Eagles 3, Phoenix A3, St Albans Warriors 2, Moortown 5. And in the Deacon White Champions Cup, which is the sort of the inter-county cup, um, 6 bells 0, Luton Celtic uh, 5. Big result there for Luton Celtic, who... Um, yeah, I understand. They're meant to be uh, quite a good side. So yeah, loads of fixtures um, coming as well this week. 
Okay, let me just get to them. Starting in the Prem, we have... Oh, just the one game in the Prem this week. It's Phoenix, uh, Phoenix versus Paxton Rovers. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a close game there. Um, into Division 1, we've got Harbton Colts, Old Boys versus Brookmans Park. Uh, Saints FC versus Little Heath. The Bull versus Mermaid. Um, and Wheathampton Wanderers versus Forever Young People. Into Division 2, we've got Oceans 11 versus XL FC. Pinewood versus Hatfield Seniors. Six Bells versus Wheathampton 89. And Wellin Warriors versus Harbden Colts Old Boys Reserves. Into Division 3, we've got Bournemouth Social versus Hearts Vets. St George's versus The Wrestlers. Stratford Arms Reserves versus Wellin Warriors Reserves. That's it. Uh, into Division 4, Auburn Dynamo Reserves versus Royston Rangers. Brookmans Park Reserves versus Mermaid Reserves. Haddon Rovers Yellows versus The Wrestlers Reserves. Monday Night Football Club versus Hatfield Seniors Reserves. And Welling Rangers versus Cub FC. Into Division 5. London Coney United versus St Albans Eagles. Royston Rangers Reserves versus Rose and Crown Mosquito. A few Cups games as well this week. Quite a few Cup games actually. Um, we've got Moortown uh, versus Auburn Dynamo in the Intermediate Cup. Uh, quite a few games in the Deacon White Champions Cup, which I mentioned uh, a minute ago. We've got Player Packs versus Bournemouth Rovers. So an All Hearts uh, Advertiser game. And also another All Hearts Advertiser game, uh, Stratford Arms versus Scoobridge. Um, I think that could be it. Oh, no, sorry. Also, we've got uh, YP Community versus the Plough the Plow and Harrow. Um, yep, yeah, and that is literally it for me this week from the Hearts Advertiser. Cheers. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk Podcast. We will be bringing you up to date with the results from Sunday the 25th of September and a quick glance at where that leaves the tables after the first few games played. We've also got the draw for the second round of the League Challenge Cup for you, so listen out for that later on. Let's start as usual with the Premier Division, where we had four matches played. The first saw Aylesford take on New Boys Artois United, and it's the newbies who prevailed in that one with a 2-0 away win. That keeps up their 100% record for the season, with three wins from three. Goals came from Peter Shaw and Lucas Moraine. Ordinarily that would have seen them go top, but East Morning are there with another 100% record. And goal difference giving them top spot thanks to a comprehensive 15-0 win against Langley Athletic. Athletic moved up from Division 1 and second defeat of the season for them, so they'll be hoping to turn this around fairly quickly after a heavy defeat last week. Mackenzie Gardner hit 5 for Morning, whilst hat-tricks from Joe Draper and George Sibley also played a part, as did goals from Jack Hislop. Uh, Jack Bray Brace and a goal on debut for Paul Manctelow. Rubicon Limerick picked up three points with a 3-0 home win against Barming Blues who also saw Marcus Wood sent off. K-Sports Sunday came back from 2-0 down against United 1948 to win 9-3. Silvio Chilbano, Flavius Petrosor and Konstantin Scarlat for the home side whilst for sports it was a hat-trick from Kane Butler a Robbie Smith brace, as well as goals from James Gurner, Daniel Sharp, Bradley Watkins and Tyler Money giving them the points. They now sit in third place behind second place Artois and leaders East Morning. Aylesford and Rubicon in fourth and fifth respectively on three points each, with Barman Blues, United 1948 and Langley all still looking for their first points of the season. In Division 1, last season's winners Aylesford Reserves won 2-1 away at promoted Barming Youth. Alfie Fowler getting on the score sheet for Barming with Adam Roymal and Curtis Collins sealing the points for Aylesford. East Morning Reserves got off the mark with a win over Laybourne Angels. 
Liam Budgen and Jason Graham scoring to bring home the three points there. Whitehorse kept up their 100% record with a win over promoted Snodland Town, who remain in second. Scorers for the Bredman not known, but Ben Twist netting for Snodland. Laybourne City, Barming, Aylesford and East Morling are all on three points and third to sixth respectively, with Laybourne Angels and Goudhurst United waiting for their first points of the season. Park Royal CSSC lead the way in Division 2 with six points from three games thanks to a 4-1 home win over IGS. Harry Amundsen, Daniel Brown, Alfie Crickmore and Phil Griffiths for Park Royal. Alex March with the consolation for IGS. Eccles Sunday are second after winning 1-0 at home to Yielding and Lanningford. Oliver Chu with the Eccles goal. Vinters are third following their 2-0 win over Coxie and Farley. Bradley Hunt and Thomas Budd getting the first half goals that sent the three points their way. Coxie down to 10 in the 33rd minute when Zamari Hadari was sent off. Minter, IGS, Yielding and Sutton Balance all still looking to register some points. Kent Sands United lead Division 3 but were held to a 3-all draw at Invicta Sunday. Jamie Allen, Ricky Dyson and Rowan Ferguson for Invicta. George Allen, Archie Hobbs-Moore and Adam Welch for Sands. Dissa Miners bounced back from defeat at the hand of Kent Sands last week to record a 2-0 victory over Parkwood Jupiters. Jamie Milsom getting a brace to take the points their way and move them up to fourth on four points. Parkwood sit at the bottom, still searching for their first points. Yielding and Lanningford reserves are with them there and they were overcome by Maidstone Kestrels with Kestrels running out 4-2 winners. Brandon Hole, Jason Harvey and Matthew Hardy with a brace, giving them the win and putting them in sixth place. Len Valley are second and they won against Maidstone Tempest by the odd goal in five. Elliot Holmes, Jason Parsons and Matthew Spry for Valley with William Ashenden and Ashley Craft for Tempest. In the Challenge Cup first round, Laybourne City progressed to the next round with a 2-0 win over Sutton Valence. Joining them are Goudhurst United who beat Walnut Wanderers 4-0. James found Charlie Larter and William Mantle netting for Goudhurst along with an own goal. To see who they will be playing in round two, over to Ian Tucker hosting a draw with David Borton and Steve Taylor. So it's time now to do the draw for the Hovis Challenge Cup. This is the second round and these matches will be played on the 16th of October. 16 ties to draw and uh, the league chairman David Borton will do the home teams and league secretary Steve Taylor will be selecting the away sides. Gentlemen, over to you. Let's get that first one out and see. Uh... All right, here we, we go. First. Number two. Uh, number two, that's Eccles. We'll play number eight. And they will be at home to CSSC Park Royal. Number seven. At number seven, that's Coxheath and Farley. We'll play number 12. And that is Goudhurst or Walnut. Number 13. 13 is IGS. Play number 14. And they have home advantage against Invicta Sunday. Number one. Number one, that's Artois United. We'll play number 32. And they will be at home to White Horse. Number 31. That's uh, Vinters. We'll play number 30. And they will be at home to Barmin Blues. 28. That's Aylesford Reserves. Number 5. And they have home advantage against K Sports. Number 4. Is East Morlin Reserves. Number 15. And they'll be at home to Kent Sands. Number 11. That's home advantage for Snodland Town. Number 16. And they'll be playing Minter. 27. Then that's Parkwood Jupiters. Number 24. Home advantage for them against United 1948. Number 25. That's either Sutton Valence or Laybourne City. Number 29. And they'll be playing Barming Youth. 21. That's the Mason Kestrels, home advantage for them against. Number six. Which is East Morning. Mm. 
22. That's Ditton Miners. And number 10. And they will be home to Laybourne. Number nine. Uh, same with Laybourne, it's the Laybourne Angels this time. Home advantage for them against... 19. That's Langley. Number 20. Rubicon Limerick. Will play 17. They will be at home to Aylesford. Number 18. That's the Mates and Tempest. Will play 23. And that one, Yordin and Laddingford reserves. Hopefully there's two left. There is. And uh, number 26. That's uh, Yordin and Laddingford. And the last one out, number three. And they will be playing Len Valley. So those are our 16 ties and they will be played on the 16th of October. Thanks to all involved for that cup draw and we look forward to those games in a couple of weeks. That leads us nicely into the fixtures for the 2nd of October, which is very cup heavy as the President's Cup Group A and B get underway. In Group A, the fixtures are Artois United versus Birmingham Youth, Aylesford versus Laybourne Angels, East Morling versus United 1948, Goudhurst United take on K Sports, Laybourne City face Aylesford Reserves, Rubicon Limerick host Langley Athletic, Stodden Town face East Morning Reserves and Whitehorse take on Barming Blues. In Group B, Eccles Sunday play Coxie from Farley, whilst Vinters are at home to Len Valley. The league action is centred around Division 2 and 3. Laybourne are at home to Park Royal and Minter face Yielding and Lanford in Division 2, whilst Kent Sands United play Walnut Wanderers. Mates and Kestrels play Parkwood and Yielding and Lanford Reserves take on Mates and Tempest in Division 3. Before we wrap up, a quick look at some of the early pace setters in the leading goalscorer charts, and it's not a surprise seeing the Premier Division being led by Mackenzie Gardner of East Morning, with his return of 11 from three games, followed by teammate George Sibley on four, and then Kane Butler of K Sports with three. Jack Marshall leads Division 1 with his four goals for Snodland so far, followed by Ryan Scott of Laybourne City and Ben Twist of Snodland with three from a game more. The top three in Division 2 are all from Park Royal. Harry Amundsen with three, Alfred Crickmore on two and Thomas Ashby with one. And in fact, 50% of the top 10 are Park Royal players, sharing the goals around. No surprise to see Archie Hobbs-Moore and Callum Hatcher in first and second for Kent Sands United with five and four respectively and a good start for Jamie Milson of Ditter Miners with three in Division 3. Well that's it from me for another week of action. Good luck to everyone for next weekend and thanks for listening. Welcome to the Metropolitan Sunday League part of the Selk podcast all across the league show. Going through the results of last week and the fixtures for this upcoming week. Starting with the results on the 25th of uh, what we, September. One Pope Premier. Broccoli Athletic 3. Lustianos 8. Dio Valente 5. Joga FC 1. Golden Eagles 3. JSPL FC Two. Into the John Pitt Senior, Greenwich Park Rangers 2, Duke FC 0, The Peoples 3, Lambeth All-Star Reserves 5, Into Division 1, Borden Sports 6, Rosen Crown 3, London Athletic 1, Southwest Foxes 0, Thames City Bay uh, Blues 5, Southside Trojans 0, Into Division 2, Orpeton Athletic 2, Bromley Road 5, and Red Lion Shooters Hill versus Kipperick Kings was abandoned, I was told. No forthcoming details as to why. Into the Bill Cup, New Life United 0, AFC Coin Town first 1. In the Bartholomew Cup, AFC Coin Town Reserves 1, Zavalas 3. With the fixtures coming up for next week, starting with the Ron Pope 
Premier. And that will be the week commencing the 2nd of October. Starting with the John Pitts, uh, Ron Pope Premier, sorry. Duke Clarence versus AFC Croydon Town. In the John Pitt Senior, Lambeth All-Stars Reserves will play AFC Croydon Town Reserves. And the Peoples will play Greenwich Park Rangers. In Division 1, AFC Cholton play Lions United. Honor Oak versus Borden Sports. Rosen Crown versus Southside Trojans. Into Division 2, Kibbrook Kings versus Haywards FC. AFC Cell versus New Life United. Into the Bill Basted, Athletic Dildale versus Bromley Road, Catford FC versus JSPL, FC Rondo versus MBK, Lions United versus Litcap, Alberton Athletic versus Duke FC, South London Athletic versus AFC Charlton, South West Foxes versus South London Doves, Thames City Blues versus Joga FC, United Bowlers versus Broccoli Athletic. Avery Hill Reserves versus Dia Valente. And in the Ted Holder, Petswood Senior Black Vultures versus Red Lion Shooters. A few of our teams are in Kent County Cups. Uh, Zablas play away against Jam United. Lucianos away to AFC Brixton. Golden Eagles are away to Southwest Rangers. And United Ballers are away to Club Langley. Good luck to everyone in the Cups, everyone in the league. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Injury free. Until next week. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast. The games played on Sunday the 25th of September. In the Premier Division, reigning league champions North Watford put behind them what has been a difficult start to the new campaign as they swept aside the challenge of their nearest challengers from last season, St Joseph's 3-0. All the goals came in a blistering opening 45 minutes of play. Darrell Brown opened the scoring from an Ashley Harewood corner when he swooped in unmarked to touch finish in the six-yard box. Marcus, sorry, Marcus Wiley doubled the lead with a left-foot volley and the win was sealed when Gherkin Gockman found himself unmarked in the box and it was his mishit shot that wrong-footed the keeper. Directly above North Watford in the table are two of the three promoted sides Cassidy Rangers, W.D. Bushy. Rangers defeated Old Falarians in a bizarre game. Rangers went ahead in the first minute of the game when Rod, Rob Ladmore scored following a Nathan Page knockdown. Rangers then held that lead until the third minute of added on time when Falarians scored a goal which they thought would take a point from the game for them, scored by Harry Tamplin, whose effort finished back across the keeper and in off the post. The game, however, had one final twist, when Rangers scored the winner with the last action of the game, when Sam Mortimer headed home. WD Bushy are in second place after they beat FC Unicorn 2-0, Joshua Quinlivan netted both goals on his debut for WD in the first half. The first came after a move started by Callum Davis, which he slotted into the bottom corner from just outside the area. Shortly after this, they were reduced down to 10 men when Davis was sent off, but this seemed to just push on the home side, who made it two just before half-time after a Stevie Ward through ball found Quinlivan, who dribbled past two defenders in the box and fired his finish under the keeper. Evergreen 
who the local derby with uh, Abbott's Langley Club won 2-1. Evergreen went ahead in the first half thanks to a Ben Adams header. In the second half, the lead was doubled when following a swift counter-attack, Tom Verbenna scored with a back heel. Abbott's, however, never gave up and pulled a goal back when a deflected Ozzy Ogbor shot allowed Alou Jibril to round the keeper and slot home. But, despite a period of heavy pressure, they were unable to find an equaliser. In Division 1, Hertfordshire Eagles made it three wins from three, with a 6-1 win over Watford Town. Town actually went ahead early on, thanks to a goal from Ollie Lawford, who netted after latching on to a mis- misplaced back pass. But that was as good as it got for Town, as Eagles hit back with six goals before half-time. Ed Rogers soon equalised with a finish at the near post. Then, a few minutes later, Jack McLaughlin headed them in front. McLaughlin then slotted home a penalty after a push in the area, despite the keeper getting a hand to it. And the goals continued as Ed Rogers chased the back past and finished round the keeper, making it 4-1 with just half an hour played. Two more goals followed in the final 15 minutes of the half as Ed Rogers set up Charlie Kimpton, who turned the ball home into the bottom corner, before they rounded off their ruthless first-half performance with a ball chipped over the defence to Ed Rogers, who volleyed home for his hat-trick. Woodside have made a good start and have seven points from three games as they beat Chess United 3-0. Luke Dolan gave them an early lead when he headed home a Will Parkinson corner. The lead was then doubled before the break when Jamie Dunlop raced on to Drew Snailham's flick to score. A third goal followed in the second half despite an improved chess performance when subs Harry Beaumont and Tom Garrett had an instant impact when Garrett played in Beaumont who finished well to seal the three points. Soccer beat Chelfont Saints 3-2, with two wins from three games now. Chelfont went ahead through a well-taken goal by Tom Segrew, before Soccer levelled thanks to a penalty from Michael Kofi. But it was Saints who went back ahead with Andre Ford converting on his league debut after a defensive mix-up. But another defensive error, this time at the other end, allowed Bradley Bridges to equalise just before half-time. It was a far tighter second half, but it was Soccer who got the winner thanks to a well-struck shot from 20 yards out by Connor Spinks. Watford Sports enjoyed a 3-1 away win over AFC Hatch End. Sports scored all their three goals in a 10-minute spell just before half-time. Harry Bennett scored a penalty before they were awarded a a second spot kick just five minutes later, this time converted by Zach McNicholas. Harry Bennett then made it three just before the break. In the second half, Hatchen battled away and scored a deserved consolation goal through Chris Trout. Forza Watford came from 2-1 down at the break to beat Langleybury 5-2. Giuseppe Delgado netted a brace with other goals coming from Giovanni Torreno, Dylan Cotton and Antonio Cipriati. Charlie Hobbs and Matt Honey scored the Langleybury goals, which had given them the advantage in the opening 45 minutes. In Division 2, this division is certainly one for the goals, with 25 scored in four games last week and 26 this week from five games. CF Vajetska are the early leaders as they beat Sparta Phoenix 3-2. 
Alex Bushnell, Ryan Emmanuel and Matthew Shaw with the goals, with Craig Putman and Nelson Gomez replying for Phoenix. West Hearts bounced back, bounced back from conceding seven goals last week by scoring seven of their own in a win over St Joseph's Reserves. Jason Topping scored a hat-trick with Brandon Whitman, Evans Owoso, Paul Shelock and the Mitchell Step also finding the net. Glenn, SSC, also scored seven as they beat Francis George 7-1. Tom Minton netting the George goal with Glenn's goals coming thanks to a hat-trick each from Joe Smith and Sam Clark, with George Hobson also on the score sheet. King George had their first points on the board after a 4-1 win over Dunning's Bar. Ashley Yelland with a double, alongside goals from Jerome Batson and Elliot Rowland. Harley Wilson replied for Dunning's. Finally, a goal from David McDonough was enough for the cross to beat BBFC 1-0. In Division 3, what a difference a year makes. Twelve months ago, PTH United, then known as the Wishing Well Watford, had an awful start to the season. But fast forward 12 months and they sit top of the table with two wins from two after a 4-3 win over Abbott's Wanderers. Alex Dean netted a hat-trick, with the other goals scored by Loz Lucio. Andy Denya netted a brace for Abbott, with Jordan Stanley getting the other consolation goal. Inter are in second place with two wins from three games, as they beat Bachelor 2-0, thanks to a double from Gabriel Casagrande. Rio Rovers are another team who have clearly improved from last season as they beat Chorley Wood Club AFC 5-3. Inran Hussain scored twice, supported by strikes from Amir Ishak, Joe Perry and Richard McCrossan. Catalin Petitchi and Jordan Allen and Scott Reeves replied for Chorley Wood with consolation goals. Woodside Reserves beat ASC Watford 4-1, thanks mostly to an impressive first-half performance in which they scored three times without reply. A fourth followed early in the second half before ASC pulled a goal back through Ross Benton late on. David Smith, Tom Ford, Kieran Cahill and an own goal for Woodside. That's it for this week, and we'll be back next week with the uh, results and reports on the games from the 2nd of October. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.